Good day to you, everybody. It's me, Aaron C., and your favorite, George. Say hi, George. Sorry, sorry. I, I don't function when I don't have a not script to read. What, what was my name again? George. George, George, that's right. Yes, hello, everyone. I am George, as Aaron has said. You're Aaron, you can, right? Yes, I okay. am. I, I think I'm... I think I'm I am. I'm not you know, so, 100% So sure. many identities when you're an international man of mystery, it's hard to keep them all straight. Yeah, Mr. Worldwide. I should just start officially calling myself that. Uh, <laughs> I could make a joke about identity theft, but identity theft is not a joke. Uh, yes, we, we are coming to you very awkwardly and basically off the cuff with no not script. Uh, to give you guys a general update about Hank, how things are going with the show, now that, uh, the global disaster seems to be here to stay. <laughs> um, I would- how would you say things are going, George? Um. Um. Not optimally, but well? Or I mean, poorly? I've, I've taught myself a lot of, uh skills. Like, I patched a gas tank the other day. That was pretty cool. I rebuilt a hydraulic cylinder. I've done some really great online gaming. Ah, like yes. Honestly, best friends I've ever had are this group of people I play Escape from Tarkov with, so... Oh, you me you mentioned them. How did you all meet? <laughs> a random, random multiplayer lobby, uh looking for group, and then we're like, wow, these were all pretty cool with each other, so we just then made our own Discord server, and now I play with them like three or four nights a week. It's pretty cool. Basically a league. So, as you can probably tell, dear listeners, we are very, very busy with learning essential skills to survive the coming culling of humankind at the hands of Bill Gates, who, as you may know, once ate my podcast, and I'm still not over it yet. Um, but yes, we're hard at work, um, doing things that are not this, but I'm also hard at work being back to work, and it's on the night shift, which kind of makes coordinating things a somehow even harder than they which were before. Which is weird, since I'm basically nocturnal, you'd think it would, you'd think it would somehow wor work out well, since we both now have weird hours, but unfortunately it's somehow, our weird hours don't, like, mesh for actually recording. Yeah, you're like night shift one, and I'm night shift two. Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, like I'm I, usually heading schedule... to bed right when you get off work. <laughs> that's exactly right. So anyway, that's all fun. It's nice being back to work. It's nice doing stuff, you know. But it does put a little damper on what we do here, and that is not an excuse. That's just me admitting to you that I, I am only a man. Um, but. Uh, the good news is we actually are working on a really good one. It's gonna be. Um, well, I don't want to spoil it. I want to, don't want to spoil it too much, but it's going to be a little bit of a throwback, <laughs> which is sort of what the podcast is because it's a history podcast. Do you, do you, I'm not funny when I'm on night shift. I'm just mad. <laughs> Though, don't worry. It's not going to be too much of a throwback, by which I mean there will be actual historical research involved. This is true. <laughs> We're not going back to the days when we didn't. We just, just the, basically just read out the Wikipedia article. Why don't you, Aaron? <laughs> and make plenty of jokes. Yes, yes. I I admit it. Okay, <laughs> I don't. You know what? I I'm not gonna let you do that to me. It was never just reading out the Wikipedia article. <laughs> I certainly wrote some jokes in there too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But no, this and the research. The research has been pretty real, actually. I'm currently a. Uh, 
currently engaged in a life or death struggle to get some research materials I need because this guy we're going to be talking about amazing story but the problem is his his biographical details have only been written about once in like an extra added side chapter in a book that's not even about him and everything besides that is his family papers which I obviously don't have access to because I'm don't have access to the archives in Moscow so <laughs> I've had to contact a friend of mine at an Ivy League who can get me the part of this book that talks about him because I found a bootleg PDF of the book and I looked at it I started scrolling down I was like okay this is the complete book it's not just like the index or the abstract I get to sit down to start writing the episode and it literally this PDF does not have the one chapter I needed <laughs> It was so it was complete except for that. So I'm like, God damn it. You're like the Indiana Jones of podcasters. You like hunt down really obscure stuff. And it's always like a, if, I should say more recently, it's been like an, half the adventure is just hearing how you got your sources. Oh yeah. Like the Bob episode where I like half of that episode was based on stuff that was only in French and I don't even read French. So I basically had to force myself to learn how to read French just so I could write that episode. <laughs> Truly amazing. The Baguette Warrior. It was totally worth it, of course. It was a good one. Um, yeah. But anyway, so we're, we're, uh, we're still working away. There's gonna be a new episode coming. It's already in the works, and it's gonna be out sooner rather than later, I would guess. Um, but there's only a couple other things I wanted to cover on this little podcast world update. Um, first of all, we just, of course, want to show our gratitude toward um, people who donate to the show, our patrons, especially our royal patrons. Um, you guys are, I mean, there's nothing that makes my heart sing quite like knowing that people like the show enough to contribute. Um, it's never been about the money, but it does feel good to get a little pat on the back, you know, that, you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm articulating myself. Or if you wanted to say anything about I was just patrons. still thinking about the term royal patrons and how funny it is. It makes me feel like I'm Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel, but it's a just me in a podcast. <laughs> but still, it's the same it's the same idea. And honestly, like our royal patrons are fantastic. Like they're honestly better than actual royals. I've met some royals. A lot of them are kind of losers, to be honest. What you've met royals? I once rode in the car with the king of Rwanda. He was actually chill. I liked that dude. Um, <laughs> but no, I've I've met a decent number of uh, European royals, and honestly, they're mostly kind of weird. Yeah, I've I've seen that. You know, they're just like, like the at this point, like there's they like they don't have awesome mustaches and lead armies anymore. They're basically just like you know financial elites with longer names. That's true. Though, I'm curious, it is interesting, of course you've met royals, of course. But how did you end up in a car with the king of Rwanda? It's a long story. Um, <laughs> he was cool, though. He was cool. He's actually he's actually deceased now, so rest in oh. peace, King Kigali V. Maybe we should cover him. <laughs> I mean, I... I spent... I only spent one evening with him, so I don't have a lot of personal insight, but I do remember he was, like, six foot eight. Holy crap. Yeah, like, I... Th that's I, a tall dude. <laughs> I, I felt like a small bug next to him. <laughs> and, I mean, speaking of feeling like a bug, or I guess they're not bugs, I don't even know what they are, but slugs is what I was thinking of, because that's how I feel right now. Ever since the globalists, like, stole the snow or the ice caps or whatever they did, it has been so hot this year. 
Like it yeah, hit, it, really it hit like 103 and an ungodly level of humidity this week, and I literally just feel like a slug. I try to like work on the podcast, but I just sort of ooze off my chair into a puddle on the floor until eventually <laughs> the sun goes down and the temperature is cool and I'm able to reconstitute myself into something approaching a human being. <laughs> yes, I feel the same way. It's actually interesting. Uh, one of my favorite things to do in the summer is swim in Lake Michigan, but unfortunately, usually you have to wait till August for it to be even close to warm enough um, to be tolerant, you know, tolerable. But um, last week I went swimming in the lake and it was awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry about the slug situation. <laughs> so now I was still just thinking about Michigan. That's Have you ever spent time in Michigan? Uh, briefly. I've m mostly just driven through it. It is the weirdest place, man. What? So, yeah, in what way? Just, I've only spent significant time in Michigan twice. Once I was sleeping on the floor in an abandoned school in Detroit, which was actually chill. Like, that was a good trip. But the other time... I was stuck at a bus station for six hours, and literally within five minutes, somebody came up and asked me if I had any fentanyl. Um, and I'm like, wow, this is, this is how it is here. And so I'm still, I'm like, no, sorry, fresh out. Um, maybe you could try <laughs> down the street. I don't know. But so I, I was like, just, I was thrown off by that. Like, I wasn't expecting that to be like the first thing somebody asked me when I got to this bus station in Michigan. And so, and I'm like, I need to go just, you know. Freshen up, reconstitute myself, splash some water on my face. So I go, I go into the bathroom of this bus station, and I start walking in the hallway, and I can see that there's one stall and that the door is open. So I think, oh, good, there's oh. no other weird people in here. But then right as I'm about to turn the corner to the point where I would have been able to see in the stall, this low, raspy voice starts singing, there ain't no rest for the wicked from that stall. And so I just turn around. And I'm like, nope, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I, I, I just walked from the bus station until I found a McDonald's and just sat there for six hours while I waited for my bus. That's amazing. So those no, are the, I have never... <laughs> those are the things that Michigan brings up in my mind. Fentanyl, no rest for the wicked, abandoned schools in Detroit. Those things are all strangely tied together. Common thread there. I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> Something it's it's something about places that are like shaped like articles of clothing, like yeah. Italy shaped like a boot and it's weird. Michigan is shaped like a mitten and it's weird. Well, what is Albuquerque shaped like? Because Albuquerque, I hear, is really weird, like haunted shit. Really? Have you ever heard that? Yeah. No, I've I've been to Albuquerque uh, briefly once. Uh, the watching Breaking Bad doesn't count. <laughs> The conference center wasn't haunted that I could tell. I've heard, I've just heard interesting things about it. Sort of like, um, there's a, there's a couple places in, uh, Wisconsin and Michigan and Indiana that are just sort of legendary for being like just strange things. Like you, that's where people report seeing UFOs and, you know, running into gnomes and things. Oh, gnomes. Um, I love gnomes. Do you? Do you think they're real? Do you think gnomes are real? I don't know. But I hope they are. <laughs> what do you, what would you do if you could have a gnome friend? It would be so useful for fixing cars because he's small enough he can get into places I can't. Dude, there you like, go. I wouldn't even need to build like an auto lift because just with a normal jack he could stand up under the car. 
that would be ideal in a lot of ways. It could stand completely up under the car, and I was going to try to make a joke in there, but my brain isn't working right now. I was going to say, ain't no rest for the wicked, but I don't know. That's a stretch. stretch. Very contrived. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of controversy... uh, (laughs) um, No, there's no controversy outside of the, the, um, the final announcement that uh, I wanted to make, which is, I think I might have already said this, but the next episode is going to be our drunk episode, um, as requested by Seamus so long ago. Um, you know, it's like it's almost like those events are connected, where like he requested that, and then bam, global pandemic. Very suspicious. So I, I think I gotta blame Seamus for COVID. Damn it, Seamus. Yeah, uh, shame on you, Seamus. Not shame on us, shame on you. Oh my god, I'm that, that, really... That was even worse. Look, this is awful. This is, it's late afternoon, my shift doesn't start for another six hours. <sighs> and I'm, like, tired, but simultaneously I feel like my heart is going to explode. Because I'm, I'm stressed out for some reason, and... I don't know. The, the world has gone completely topsy-turvy, and it's, it's like, uh... Is now the time to, to just give up and roll over and say, yes, Elite, I will dance to your freaking disgusting tune, or do I just keep making the show? I think the choice is clear. Fair enough. All yep. full steam ahead, or whatever. <laughs> All ahead full, or something. We need some boat sounds in here. Um, hoist the sails. Hoist the sails. Well, I think that's going to about do it for me as far as this update goes. Um, thank you guys for supporting the show and for uh, listening. I see that our plays have not dropped at all, um, despite the fact that we have, you know, slowed down our content release. But I think that's that's what you get with evergreen content and podcasting. It's it's um, you don't have to keep doing ones every week. I mean, we're not we're not freaking live streamers or social commentators. We're History, uh, a geek. Well, I don't know. I, I'm a history amateur enthusiast, and you're what? Like I'm kind of a professional, I suppose. So I I'm a tractor mechanic. Okay, <laughs> a humble tractor mechanic. A humble tractor mechanic. Yeah. No. If I if I ever refer to myself as an influencer, I want you to drive here and kill me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be buried with the tractor, or do you just want to be like? No, I mean, I if turn, I, I put. I put the tractor, uh, a brick on the tractor pedal and send it off into a field with your body in the seat and set it on fire like a Viking. <laughs> I was going to say, if I, ever, if I ever call myself an influencer, I don't think I deserve that. I think I deserve to just be thrown in a dumpster. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in Detroit, actually. You sound like you have a strong opinion about these influencers. Now I think everyone could guess what it is. Yeah, that they need to be thrown into a dumpster. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Or something like that. Oh, wait, we can't say that. <sighs> I'm going to start making a list of things I can't say anymore. Because the world is just completely upside down. Is there anyone who's doing that, making a list of things that it's, you just can't say anymore? Um, I can think of some historical examples, but... uh, Yeah, no, yeah. not coming up with much. Yeah, I got some things that I can't say. So there's that. Ho ho! Ho ho! Tee hee tee hee. Um, I don't know, I'm turning into a leprechaun. Or a, or a gnome, one might say. Hi. I have nothing else to say. I'm just blathering right now because I like talking into a mic. Did you have anything you wanted to say to the listeners before we wrap this up and then 
anticipate our next full episode? I don't think so. Just uh, get pumped because the next episode is going to be crazy. Once uh, once my informant gets me the uh, the pages I need of that book, it's going to be wild. Yeah, I, I think you guys can count on that because I know my half's going to be wild. Oh, we're going there. <laughs> hey, all right. Well, I guess uh, with all that being said, we'll close out and let the sounds of what play us out. I don't know. I'm not looking at a not script. The king, the king of the. The King of Rwanda. How about that? Oh, okay. Fair enough. This one's for you, Kigali. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, to whom the young and the